Jonathan Nato, and I'm in historical New England. Hey, everybody. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I am in still very, very, very hot Redondo Beach, California. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is. Today, man, I want to turn the clock back and talk about something really fun. I want to talk about where I spent a considerable amount of my early childhood. Nice. Okay. You know where that was? Not the, uh, I, and by the way, and I've said this before, I love the title of it. Was it like the children's home for crippled kids or something like that? <laughs> no, no. And actually, for those of you cringing, he's not making a joke. Jonathan's referring to the Crippled Children's Center. That's it. The Crippled Children's Center. In Kansas children's City. Center. They've since changed the name of it. Yeah. But no, not there. Although that experience was fun too. Okay. I spent a lot of my childhood afternoons at... 7-Eleven. Ah, now is this where your love for Dr. Pepper came in? It is. It's uh, exactly where my addiction to Dr. Pepper <laughs> began. I was trying to be nice. I, I didn't want to put that addiction. label on you. <laughs> you know, if Dr. Pepper ever listens to this podcast, they should be writing us checks. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, their stock goes up because of me. Not because of our <laughs> listeners, because of me. Because of, of how much I actually drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's a side note. Let me share something with you. I know that's kind of an odd podcast, but I just have so many positive memories from 7-Eleven. I, I want to hear about the weirdos that came in that you saw. That's, that's what I was interested about hearing about. Well, and there's so many. Well, first of all, my mom managed 7-Eleven for many years, mm. which is why I used to hang out there. Yeah. And I learned something very cool about having a mom managing a 7-Eleven. And that is you buy one big gulp and the other 19 are free. Nice. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, you know what's interesting about it is even now, and, and I'll answer your question, don't worry. <laughs> but even now, there's a 7-Eleven walking distance from my place now. Yeah. When I go in there... I know how difficult of a life it is to work there. I never personally worked there, but my mom did. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, man, it's hard. It's really, really hard, <laughs> you yeah. know? And th those are jobs out there that some people look down on, and I'm like, you guys have no idea. I think some of the hardest jobs in the world are wait staff. Yes. Right? Like yes. waiters and waitresses. Yeah. And people that work at convenience stores because totally. you deal with a lot of crap. Oh, yeah. People don't treat you well, you know, and you always have to be nice in the face of people not treating you well. Right. And it's it, 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 it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Now, when you, but let me, when you, go ahead. When you walk into one, though, because I'm assuming they're generally sort of have the same, the same um, decorative uh, decor and stuff like they that. Do. So when you walk in, do you get like sucked back in? Does little Hamad walk in through the, through the door when you walk in and you're just like... Remember running up and down the aisles and... Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, you know, finally I had to tell these guys on the corner, the 7-Eleven that's near me. Yeah. I finally told them, I'm like, hey, the reason I talk to you guys so much is my mom used to work here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they'd give me looks like, why is he asking how long we worked here and, you know, right. what we like about it, what we don't like? Is he, is he scouting the place to rob it? <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> so... And and I just like asking questions, as you know, because I just like asking questions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But crazy people 
just way, way, way too many to remember. Yeah, I can imagine. Right. But just like tons and tons of people. Like 7-Elevens in Kansas, when I was younger, they wouldn't – maybe this is still the case, but they wouldn't sell beer on Sundays. Okay, okay. Right. I think that's still – maybe that's changed now. But when I was growing up, they wouldn't sell beer on Sundays. And we lived on the Kansas side of Kansas City. Yeah. So people would always just go three miles to Missouri. That's funny. Hit a 7-Eleven and drive back, right? Yeah. So you'd always get super, super, super drunk people coming in. But what I noticed mainly as a kid, can I share a couple of my yeah, most yeah. vivid memories? Definitely. You're going to laugh at this, but it's true. I remember watching a Super Bowl at a 7-Eleven. No kidding. Do you remember yeah, which back, one it was? Back in the 70s, they had these little 9 to 13-inch televisions. Black and white, right? Black and white. Yep. And then color, it just turned into color when I turned 9 or 10 years old. And it was, uh, they were renting those for like eight bucks a day or something. Mm. And I remember it was a Sunday and for whatever reason, <laughs> I was at my mom's 7-Eleven and the Super Bowl was on. And I remember watching, actually, I think it was 1977. I must've been, uh, nine years old. Cause so it was the Steelers, right? Well, no, it was the Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Oh, terrible Super Bowl. Terrible. That was a great Super Bowl. It was 27 <laughs> to 10 Cowboys. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? And I know you're a Denver fan, but you know what's interesting about that? What's that? Craig Morton was a quarterback for Denver that year. But Craig Morton used to be the Cowboys quarterback before Roger Staubach. No kidding. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. That I didn't interesting. really figure that out until I was older. Huh. I was not aware of that. That's interesting. That's a, that's an interesting little factoid right there. Yeah. So that that Super Bowl was former Cowboy versus current Cowboy. Yeah. That's that's right? cool. I think it's Super Bowl twelve, to be honest. But here's here's what I remember. I remember sitting there watching the Super Bowl, and I remember, and and not to get too serious about this podcast, but I remember at the time, every now and then, not just that day, but in general. Yeah. People would say mean things to my mom. Really? But it'd go over her head because they'd be condescending things. Okay, right? okay. And she's like a Pakistani Mrs. Brady from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> right? I love so, that. <laughs> she is. So, you know, they could be insulting her to her face and she'd be like, great, have a good day. <laughs> right? And she'd have no idea they just punched her in the mouth. Oh, my goodness. But right? but, but you did? But I did because okay. I grew up here, man. So yeah, I was I was gonna say so culturally, they were saying stuff, either sarcastically or whatever. But she she wasn't picking up on that because she she didn't grow up here. And right, so, exactly. Okay. She wasn't picking up on it, but her little American son was. Yeah, yeah. Right, man. That must have been hard not to say something. Well, no, that's the problem because I always did. I, usually, I did say something. Okay. Like I've always had a mouth far bigger than my body. <laughs> and you, you, <laughs> you know, you, you always laid out checks you couldn't cash. <laughs> always, but the funny thing is, and and I hate to say this, but it's kind of true. The funny thing is, I kind of knew that having a disability, I could kind of say what I wanted. Well, right. I mean, who's gonna want to beat up the little little brown kid, right? Yeah, but I'll tell you, well, not just the brown kid. Who's going to want to beat up the little crippled kid? Right, like, yeah, yeah. The, the, right? Yeah, More exactly. so than brown. Yeah. Brown, they'd want to beat up. 
you know? Yeah. But no, man, it was so wild because I'd sit there and I'd be like, these people are just being mean. Right. 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 And they'd make fun of like, this is what I understood as an adult that I didn't really understand as a kid. Yeah. Is in most other languages, the sentences are reversed. Right. You know, like, like. In English, it's I'm going to the store, but in other sentences, in other languages, it's the store I'm going to. Right, right. Right? Yes. So a lot of times my mom would translate her English in the sentence structure of Urdu. Right. So people would always think that she doesn't know what she's talking about, but in her mind, she's correctly saying exactly saying it in the pattern that she learned it. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, Totally. So I just remember being at 7-Eleven and, and um, you know, just watching these, watching my mom work really, 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 really hard while I sat there and drank Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is I have good, good friends that also have had parents work at uh, convenience stores. Yeah. And and I'm kind of, you know, I understand the, the outrage. I don't know if you've read, but lately there's been outrage about the uh, – Convenience store in The Simpsons. Oh, right, with Apu and like saying it's like yeah, insanely yeah. racist and, and how they and all depict Indian culture right. and how they depict right, right. And and I kind of see as an adult, I'm like, yeah, they do depict it pretty poorly. They really do. But I also, you know, I mean, it's I don't know. I probably shouldn't even say this, but when I first started watching The Simpsons 30 years ago, I thought it was really, really funny. Yeah. Because I think that show started in 1987, so it actually has been 30 years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or at least it started on the Tracy Ullman show in 87 or 88, and I think it turned into its own show right after then. 88 or 89 was was when it became its own show, I think. Right, right. But it's the same time frame, right? Yeah, exactly. Totally. So I understand the outrage because I understand that when you're reaching millions and hundreds of millions of people throughout the world and you're depicting a certain image and that image is derogatory – it's not a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's definitely not a good thing. Yeah. But having grown up with a mom in that, uh, it you know, it really opens your eyes a lot. It really does. But you know what's kind of funny is uh, – and I'm jumping around. I hope that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I can keep up with you. So here's the thing, and this happened when I was 18 or 19 years old. Yeah. So this is after my mom no longer worked there. Okay. But – I was in Austin because I went to UT Austin for a couple of years, which I loved. It was incredible. But I was in Austin, Texas, and something about me, my left hand, you know, the disabled one, I sometimes tuck it into my jacket pocket. Okay. And I remember being in Austin one day, just getting a Dr. Pepper from 7-Eleven. Yeah. And when I got up to pay for it, the lady freaked out because she thought my oh, left hand. Oh, she thought you were gonna like rob the place. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, she did, and she's like, "I'm glad she didn't push that 911 button because that would have been very difficult to explain." Yeah, right? seriously. Because you don't necessarily actually have to have a gun to get arrested. Right. 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 And and when I got up there, I put the Dr Pepper down. I'm starting to buy it, and she's like, she looked at me, and she's like. Are you about to rob me? And I had no idea what she's talking about. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just buying a Dr. Pepper. Right. Because you know how you use the word watched all the time? Yes. I don't notice my disability. Right. It's just 
part of me. Right. Right. And I'm like, I'm just buying a Dr. Pepper. And then she's like, is that a gun? And she kind of gestured to my hand. left hand yeah. that was in my pocket. And I'm like, God, no, 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 no. It's not a gun. And the crazy thing is I'm glad she didn't have a gun because I, I the first thing I did is I pulled out my hand. Right. And I showed her. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just disabled. And then she calmed down, but that could have escalated pretty quickly, pretty badly. Yeah. Well, at least she was, uh, I mean, kind of open, like, are you going to rob me? Like, at least she kind of started a dialogue instead of, like, jumping to conclusions or whatever. And I mean, so, yeah, it definitely could have gotten ugly. Yeah. it's And it's kind of weird because I, I know how stupid, not stupid, I know how crazy this might sound, but I actually feel at home when I walk in a 7-Eleven because it reminds me of my childhood. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, right? you you never saw anything get out of hand with your mom, did you, as a kid? Oh uh, no, 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 no! She never got robbed. I think that's. I think her stores once or twice were robbed, but I do not think she was there. Okay. When it happened. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, maybe. Uh, you know what? I have to actually ask her, and then if, I, I wish I could call her right now. <laughs> she almost never picks up her cell phone. <laughs> So she's also going to flip me off for even mentioning that she ran a 7-Eleven. Right, right. Right? You're like, why are you mentioning that? I was in the 1970s. But I'm like, hey, it's part of my childhood, and I yeah. talk about my life here. Yeah, no, right? totally. Did, um, <laughs> like, did anyone ever do any, like, stealing gas or, like, driving away without paying? Or was that around the time of, like, the gas crunch, too? Like when- yeah, well, yeah, you know, people stole gas, but I'll tell you when it was ironic, and this happened at another 7-Eleven store, not my mom's, but uh, another one that her friend ran, is, you know what happened? This is so weird. This is Kansas for you. Yeah. Some lady, the store had to be closed in an emergency, and 7-Elevens, most of them are never closed. Yeah. Most of them are 24 hours. Yeah. But it had to be closed in an emergency. I think in the 90s. So this is later. Yeah. But what wound up happening is the lady that was closing the store forgot to turn off the gas pumps. Oh, no. Right? And word spread that there was free gas at the store. <laughs> oh, man. Right? So from midnight to like 6 a.m., I think there were seven or $8,000 of gasoline stolen. Wee, Man, that is crazy. Right? From the store in Oldland Park, Kansas. Man. So, but you know what ended up happening? It became a news story that, that you know, this lady's about to get fired. Right. Because all this gas was stolen. Yeah. And what wound up happening is the community, the community supported her. And I think nine or $10,000 was donated back wow, to the store. Wow, no kidding. Isn't that cool? That is cool. That, that's Kansas for you, man. Yeah. Man, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that's really cool. So, this is a side story. Yeah, in our own store that was called AMPM, but not the national chain. It was actually called Zadie's AMPM. That's right? cool. <laughs> it's a little minor store. Yeah. So, what happened is Dolly was working there. This is one of my classic Dolly stories, oh, and I love Dolly to death. But <laughs> Dolly was working there, and my mom had told her. That no ID, no beer. Yeah. No ID, no beer, no questions. Right, right. right. And one day, this like 60-year-old 60, 60 dude walks into the store. Oh, man. Wants to buy oh, man. a six-pack of Budweiser. And Dolly's like, I need to see your ID. And the guy's like, I think I'm 18 years old, young lady. 
You know? Yeah. And yeah. She, she wouldn't sell him beer. She's like, I'm sorry, no ID, no sale. That's the rule. <laughs> Could you imagine? He was so pissed. I'm sure he started yelling at her, calling her a goddamn foreigner and yelling yeah, at her. Yeah, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, Next time we bring her on, I'll have to ask her. But that's one of my my favorite convenience store stories. So, yeah, 7-Eleven was a trip, man. It was such a juxtaposition for me because society made fun of it so much. Yeah. But it was actually part of my upbringing, so I could never make fun of it. I loved it. Did Now, okay, so the opposite end of the spectrum, were there any regulars that came in that – Loved your mom, like, hey, how's it going? And they see you, they're like, hey, Hamad, is that your first Dr. Pepper today? Like, yeah, they, yeah, a they, lot, yeah, a so, lot. So you had a bunch of and, regulars and, and a, a, a whole lot. But you know what? I always, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should edit this part out. <laughs> but you know the one thing I totally remember. What's that? That I totally remember. I'd like 15 years old at my mom's 7-Eleven right before she got her own store. Yeah. Drinking my Dr. Pepper, and she was behind the cash register checking out this really, really pretty woman. Yeah. Right? And this woman had, it was summer, and this woman had a bikini on. Yeah. And the bikini didn't fit. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. And I'm ta- I mean, my eyes were just glued. <laughs> they were glued. And... And I remember, uh, I'll actually describe it. It was one of those, it was a yellow bikini with like tassels hanging, like, like uh, it's hard to explain, like but like all, little. Like, like all around it, right? Like All around it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. And blonde hair, and she bought a pack of Marlboros and like a six pack of beer. So it's not like she was a health freak or anything, <laughs> right? But, but I got to tell you, man. I was just staring at this image of beauty. And as my mom's checking her out, she looks directly at me. This woman looks right at me and she goes, excuse me, are you going to stop staring at my breasts? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It's worse than like my mom is behind the register, right? Yeah. And so my mom turns around and goes, stop. (laughs) And I'm like, you know. Here's the thing. I was busted, so I can't deny it, right? Right. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm very sorry, but you're really beautiful. <laughs> and she just rolled her eyes and took her cigarettes and her beer and took off. But uh, it was just an amazing, amazing time, man. Just a, uh, just an awesome, awesome experience. And so for those of you out there, the next time that you go to a 7-Eleven or any convenience store, just know the people behind the counter, they it's a really difficult job. Yeah. They they have to deal with a-holes almost 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Literally 24-7 since most of them are open 24 hours a day. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No, it was really... Um, I don't even know why I brought this up, but... I don't even know what people are supposed to learn from this podcast, if anything. But just a uh, a, a real, you know, like, I don't know, man. I grew up with a really happy and positive childhood. Yeah. But I think spending time at 7-Eleven, being a minority and being a Pakistani minority, when 
all of America has a long-running joke about Pakistanis and Indians running 7-Elevens. Yeah, like Middle Eastern people or whatever. Middle Eastern people yeah. running 7-Elevens. Right. And my mom did run a 7-Eleven. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. But one thing I never did, I never hit it. I never made, I never said, oh, no, I can't talk about it because I'm fine with it, man. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, and, uh, and again, I reiterate, Dr. Pepper should definitely be, become a sponsor of our podcast eventually. Yeah. They won't. Because then, then we could say this was brought to you by Dr. Pepper. Literally, since in the hundred and some odd, 20, 25, whatever we've done, in the 120 plus podcasts that we've done. Yeah. There hasn't been one podcast that we've done. No, that's not true. The only podcast that you and I have ever done that did not include me drinking a Dr. Pepper yep. is the one we did from Can Friends. Yes. Like uh, two I years ago. I think they only had Coke or something like that. There. I had a Coke. Yep. Only because I couldn't get a Dr. Pepper. Right. At the time. Right. So, and that is all because of 7-Eleven. So I thank you, the Southland Corporation, and I thank you, 7-Eleven, for giving me an amazing childhood, a hell of a lot of Dr. Pepper, and for teaching me about racism and being a minority in the Midwest in the 1970s. Anyway, that's my story for today. All right, so check us out at LimpingOnCloud9.com, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iTunes, and every other podcast catcher on the planet Earth. I'm outside of Earth, I'm not sure. But here on Earth, you can get on any podcast catcher. Um, so also check out the LonelySealFilmFestival.com. That's coming around the corner, October 5th and 6th. There's still time to submit. We have the, I think we're in, we're either in late submission mode or late, late submission mode. I don't remember exactly where the, the scheduling is on that. No, no, we're, now we're in late submission late, mode. Okay. So it's late until... July 31st, and then it's ultra, ultra late Okay. between July 31st and August 20th. There you go. So there's still time, but uh, you, you, you got to get there sooner than later. So LonelySealFilmFestival.com. Absolutely. If you want to reach out to us, info at LimpingOnCloud9.com. That's info at LimpingOnCloud9.com is our email. And we thank the over 12,000 likes on Facebook. And it's growing every week and we love that i i remember i totally remember our first month we had 17 listeners <laughs> and four facebook likes exactly so the listenership is much greater and the facebook likes likes is you know going up by a thousand every other week so it's it's really really good yep. thank you so much out there and everyone thank you for listening thank you for downloading we'll talk to you next episode see ya